We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. After Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his home. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Julius, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. It also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to a very meme-worthy episode of Inside Four Walls. I am, of course, your host, James Madison. Now, our uh, our favorite Cheeto here, with only the best pictures chosen, of course, he's been on a bit of a tear lately. Schedule left, talking about firing up to 50,000 government employees, getting raided by the FBI, and then uh, just completely shitting all over the FBI's narrative. To this, um, interesting idea, uh, <laughs> see, before we get into this, my whole, I, I, I do believe that there was in fact election fraud, but it comes from a completely different place than the whole, you know, what, what was it, Dutch-Russian servers and... I don't know enough about all that. What I do know is, as we talked about in the show before, states have ruled things like 24-hour ballot drop-in boxes, uh, mail-in ballots, and a lot of states have been ruled illegal and unconstitutional, meaning they were unconstitutional at the time they were carried out. That's how I say election fraud was carried out. A lot of policies and a lot of normal rules and regulations were overturned and ignored, because of the pandemic 
resulting in elections being carried out very sloppily. So, to what extent? Can't really say. There's, you know, I'm down, but I'm down for the whole audit thing. Because the people are... <coughs> who was it? Uh, I, I want to say it was Tim Dillon. Who put it like this. Trump is accusing you of having a body in your trunk in front of the whole neighborhood. And all the neighborhood is staring at you. And he's saying there's a body in your trunk. And instead of opening up your trunk and proving there's no body in it, you just lit the car on fire and walked off. Uh, I, I believe that's how he put it. I think there needs to be a full forensic audit of every state in the election. But here's the thing. That should be done every election. To uh, just secure and comfort people. But enough about my rambling rant here. Let's get into the article. So, I went with Newsweek in the center. High factuality rating. These and uh, the reason I didn't go with Political Wire is it's usually just a short little paragraph uh, I mean as spiffy as it is you know Trump again demands to be declared president nearly two years ago since he decisively lost the presidential election Donald Trump again called for him to be declared the winner for <coughs> or for there to be an immediate do-over alright so that's why I didn't go with political wire originally just because they're always so short you know there's not really much in the way of meat and potatoes to the stories so we're over here at uh at newsweek with the bias center and a high factuality rating with article article by nick mordowinick cool name trump calls for a new election that could reinstate him as president uh, I have to question, um, I think the quotation should go from about here to about here, because, uh, the way that's phrased makes it sound like it's possible. Uh, it, it's not. He's gonna throw his tantrum, and, and no matter how sympathetic I might be towards it, because the dude, either way, he's gonna be embarrassed. It's kind of a, I find humor in it one way or the other. It's tragic, the state of the country right now. But at the same time, it's kind of funny, right? We live in a really weird, messed up timeline, and I'm never quite sure what to make of it half the time, because things are just so batshit bonkers, absolutely duck tits insane, you know? You never know what's going to come around the corner. So, <sighs> former President Donald Trump says... He is using new, conclusive information regarding President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and the FBI's alleged uh, burying of an investigation into his laptop to challenge the 2020 elections and call for a new, impromptu election entirely. Oh. Quote. Let's see. Quote. So, it comes out, conclusively, that the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, 
Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election, the former president said Monday in a true social post. Quote, this is a massive fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in our country. Remedy, declare the rightful winner or and <clears throat> this would be the minimal solution. The minimal solution. I'm not going to go full hog. But, you know, the most delicate solution is a sudden, a prompt <laughs> election held right now, ASAP, to see who would be won as president because Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan and said the thing that we all fucking knew. Okay? I'm sorry. I think I'm fucking hilarious. <clears throat> Declare the right, declare the rightful winner. He doesn't. To be fair, he doesn't say that he's the rightful winner. It just says declare the rightful winner, or and this would be the minimal solution. Declare the 2020, uh, 2020 election ir- irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. This is suddenly a bit shoot exclusive and a pod uh, this is essentially a YouTube uh, persona non grata video suddenly. On Thursday, Facebook founder and Meta CEO, how weird is it that's Meta now? Mark Zuckerberg told Joe Rogan on his podcast that the FBI warned Facebook prior to the 2020 election, I fucking told you, god damn it. Uh, my Trump impersonation is like a, a special needs Trump. Maybe, maybe it's actually kind of accurate. Who knows? The 2020 election, not to spread alleged Russian disinformation in association with the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop. It led to a, quote, meaningful uh, decrease in the story appearing on users' news feeds within the final week of the election campaign, according to Zuckerberg. Yeah, see, a government... You could debate, to me, uh, if a company has to follow the Constitution because the Constitution also defends the rights of private companies. So it's like, they could censor and curb whatever stories they wanted, they chose to. The thing is, they didn't really choose to. The FBI is telling them that a government agency, which is sworn to uphold the First Amendment, the freedom of speech... And the freedom of press is going to these private companies and saying, don't spread that. Do not let that get out. Do everything you can to minimize and suppress the spread of the source. Because the studies have come out, man. They've done polls where they found out, like, uh, how many people would vote for Biden if they knew about the laptop. So, while looking for the exact poll that I was thinking about when I made the comment about if more uh, about the percentage of voters who would have known about the Hunter Biden laptop would have voted differently. I actually found this interesting article from Breitbart. We'll just read after this one because this isn't a particularly long article by any means. So hold that thought, you know. Zuckerberg's comments aren't completely new, but shed more light into what he testified on October 28, 2020, before the Senate Conference Committee. Zuckerberg testified that the FBI instructed Facebook to be, quote, on high alert and sensitivity if it trove of, if a trove of documents appeared 
that we should view that with suspicions. <clears throat> that it might be part of a foreign manipulation attempt. Again, it's still, a it's still a body of the government coming and telling a private company to curb some form of free speech, some sort of communication, some sort of sharing of ideas, beliefs, opinions, uh, this, that, other, etc. Because I'm out of points. Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin has made new allegations about Hunter Biden saying the, quote, FBI cannot be trusted with the handling of Hunter Biden's laptop, end quote, due to new whistleblower information he allegedly received. Inf information from an alleged whistleblower claimed that FBI officials would not have at the... <clears throat> would not look at the contents of the laptop while inside Wilmington, Delaware computer store, Johnson wrote in a August 24th letter to the Inspector General Michael Horowitz. Johnson also alleged that the FBI officials on the scene admitted they were, quote, not going to change the outcome of the election again. What the fuck? Quote, not going to change the outcome of the election again. Okay weird sentence weird quote in reference to former security of state uh, Hillary Clinton and her well publicized emails prior to the 2016 election hold up hold up real quick I don't know if anyone else caught this or not but Hillary Clinton was selling these hats by the way she posted this picture this is from an event she was at like two weeks prior before she uploaded it they put filters over her to de-age her ass how fucked Every, quote, but her emails, hat, or shirt sold helps, uh, onward together, partners, defend democracy, build a progressive bench, and fight for our values. Just saying, you could actually buy this hat. <laughs> oh, man. The cope. The fucking cope. How much is this? Thirty dollars. That's actually as far as hats like this go. Not not terrible, but it's just. Fine. I don't know if anybody else knew about that. I just thought it was funny as hell. Moving on. Information from an alleged whistleblower claimed the FBI officials would not look at the contents of the laptop while inside the Wilmington, Delaware computer store. <clears throat> Johnson wrote in an August 24th letter to the Inspector General Michael Horowitz. Johnson also alleged that the FBI officials on the scene admitted they were quote not going to change the outcome of the election again in reference to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and her well-publicized emails prior to the 2016 elections. Shout out to WikiLeaks. Johnson originally asked Zuckerberg about the laptop at the aforementioned state hearing, asking the CEO whether the FBI made contact about, Hunter, uh, about the Hunter Biden story. Zuckerberg said the FBI did not mention, quote, that, specific, that story specifically, end quote, and said Facebook didn't censor the content. We, f quote, we flagged it for fact checkers to review, and pending that review, we temporarily constrained its distribution to make sure that it didn't spread widely while it was being reviewed, Zuckerberg said, quote, but it's not up to us either to determine whether it's Russian interference nor whether it's true. We rely on the FBI intelligence and fact checkers to do that. Fact checkers that you hired 
Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa has joined Johnson in calls for federal transparency with a joint letter from the two requesting transcribed interviews with agency officials, quote, FBI officials <coughs> intimidating a initiate, yeah, intimidating a scheme to downplay derogatory information on Hunter Biden for the purpose of shutting down investigative activity relating to his potential cr- uh, criminal exposure by label- labeling it, quote, disinformation, end quote, their letter reads. Dave Arnold, spokesperson for Meta, re, uh, referred Newsweek to a series of tweets responding to criticism of Zuckerberg, which stated in part that Facebook, quote, lifted uh, the demotion of the story after seven days when it wasn't rated false by independent fact-checkers. Uh, alleged independent fact-checkers. Conservatives ire toward the alleged backing out of the Hunter Biden story was rampant, uh, was ramped up in association with the initial search warrant exercise on Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, as well as the August 26th unsealing of the affidavit that revealed Trump's position possession of over 180 classified documents. That's a dubious claim with the word classified, but all right. Trump has continuously denied he lost the 2020 election and is now referring the media report about Hunter Biden's laptop as a way to avenge his defeat. For, <laughs> as a way to avenge his defeat. It's a serious story that the media is actively ignoring. There is some damning shit in this. And just wait till we talk about the fucking Ashley Biden story. That shit's getting people on watch lists like crazy. Now that, you know, people aren't already on like crazy. Anyway, I mean, let's be real. With this government, if you're not on a watch list, what the hell are you doing with your life? You're just boring as fuck, ain't you? Everybody's on a fucking watch list. <clears throat> Biden's laptop as a way to avenge his defeat. Former allies of his, including his former vice president, Mike Pence, have stated that the elections are about the future. Conservative Fox News host Laura Ingram has said, th- uh, has said that, quote, maybe it's time to turn the page if we can get someone who has all of Trump's policies who's not Trump. Luck on that one. Newsweek reached out to Trump for further comment, and that is the end of this article. Now let's hop right over into this Breitbart article right here. So this doesn't necessarily connect to the first article we read, other than you know they've ran polls and studies over the last two years about the Hunter Biden. Uh, laptop and more and more has come out with it you know supposedly 4chan got their hands on his iphone cloud and leaked that stuff out a little bit ago that's how we found out about you know him calling his, uh joe biden pedo pete we found out about them sending porn hub links to one another all kinds of sketchy shit shared bank accounts all this stuff on the on, on the laptop that has been released and bled out into the public over time uh, every every time they bring it up, it seems like more and more people who didn't know about it say they would have voted for Trump if this story wasn't suppressed. If they had known about this, if they had been more aware of this, if more people had talked about this. They raided Giuliani's home and refused to touch the laptop hard drive. They just left it, took everything else. So, let's check this out real quick, and then I'm going to wrap this up. 
Well, actually, no, that's a lie. That, that, that is a, a lie, actually. Poll, 79% say Donald Trump would have won in 2020 if Hunter's laptop was known to voters over here at Breitbart, which has a right-leaning, by the way. It's right-leaning, absolutely. 79% of Americans say former President Donald Trump would have won re-election in 2020 if Hunter's laptop had been known to voters according to Wednesday's Technometrica Institute of Policy and Politics polling. 17, uh, 74% of Americans believe the FBI misled the public when it claimed Hunter's buying laptop was, quote, disinformation. On Thursday, Facebook's former, or uh, Facebook's founder and CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, revealed the FBI warned Facebook of an, in meet, uh, <coughs> imminent dump. Pardon me real quick. I've been uploading other stuff. Like, I got this going on in the background right now. Uh, Thor just got a little dried out. Sorry about that. Uh, Facebook of an imminent, quote, dump of Russian propaganda, end quote, shortly before the Hunter Biden laptop from Hell story broke, causing the story to be shared less on the platform to a meaningful degree. I, I shared the shit out of the story. Got in a lot of trouble for it, too. I got in Facebook jail. That's all the boomers like to brag about. Polling shows Zuckerberg's meaningful degree of reduced distribution impacted the 2020 elections when Americans were asked if they, quote, agreed or disagreed. Uh, sorry. Uh, agreed or disagreed, the elections did not have access. Uh, the electorate did not have access to information that could have been critical to their decision at the polls. Seventy-eight percent agreed, twelve percent disagreed. As many as fifteen media personalities claimed Hunter Biden's emails were likely Russian dis- disinformation. Moreover, many media outlets used politicals, politicos now debunked infamous article that detailed uh, 51 intel officials oh man I'm almost up to that part in the archives actually because I've been going back and uploading all this stuff actually kind of close to that part Uh, I talked about that too I don't remember much about it sadly now debunked infamous article that detailed 51 intel officials briefed the laptop was Russian propaganda yet the intel letter Politico reportedly Actual uh, reported actually suggested the opposite. New poll: seventy-nine percent of Americans say that President Trump likely would have won re-election if voters had known the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop. According to the poll, seventy-nine percent said, "quote Truthful end quote interpretations of the laptop would have changed the outcome of the election." Fifty-one percent said the media's coverage of the laptop from hell was covered poorly or or poorly to failingly. 30% said the coverage was good to excellent. It should be noted whistleblowers revealed to Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican from Wisconsin, that the leadership of the FBI 
forbade agents from investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. We just did an episode about that the other day. Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 elections were decided. Uh, follow Wendy uh, Husbo on Twitter at Wendy Husbo. He is the author of Politics of Slave uh, Morality. What's this? Ooh. What the fuck? I am the one who brings in all the deals. I am the one. The boy. Oh. Mmm. That looks good as shit. That's a movie coming out? My Son Hunter. I've never heard of it till now. Ooh. Okay, I actually want to see that. Uh, that. That appears to be in this article. Alright. So we got one more thing to get into. Uh, so. Trump has been spurred. In, in, into this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I have to say. There is no way in hell Trump will ever be reinstated. Unless. There's an election held in 2024 and he runs, which he likely, if not definitely, is going to run in 2024. And he's likely going to win 2024 if things keep going the way they are right now. There is a conservative victory after conservative victory after conservative victory right now. And not just any conservative type. It tends to be the ones Trump appoints. Or pro-Trump, MAGA-type populist conservatives are winning. There's even a bunch of libertarians winning across the spectrum as well, too. So there is that change in the air where Trump could get back in office, but that's the only way it's going to happen. I, I don't understand how people, including himself, can can think this looks good or could ever happen because this is terrible PR. Because sure, it, it's spicy, it's good meme. I definitely kecked when I heard about it. You know, I had to get a little chuckle about it. But let's see, can does it show up? My uh, comment right here four days ago. Way to softball Mark, Shilib. Uh, because, you know, Joe Rogan did recently say vote Republican. I'll give him that. But this is the interview, and there's a lot of stuff that came up that just bothered me with it when it was released. And I can understand why they only released one clip from it. This isn't going up on YouTube, so I'm not too worried about anyone coming after me for you know, watching this. <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience. When we take down something that that we're not supposed to. I mean, that, that is like, uh, I mean, that's the worst. I mean, that's like, discern? like how, like say like these Christian Facebook pages, I, I don't know how they found out that 19 of 20 were fake, but if someone just says I am Bob Smith and they post as Bob Smith and they have a photograph and they, but really what they're doing is trying to uh, talk shit about Joe Biden and get people to vote Republican in the midterms. Like how, what, how do you know whether someone's real or not? Like, this is the big argument with Elon and Twitter. Because Elon asked Twitter, like, what percentage of your yeah. website is filled with bots? And they say 5% asked real or not. Like, this is the big argument with Elon oh, and that's, Twitter. Oh, that's, okay. Uh, sorry, the reason I rewound is I just heard a... Hemi looking around my room like, what the fuck? I thought the dog got in, got in somehow. I was like, where the hell? No, that's just Zuckerberg going... 
it I will say it the one thing that does come out of this that does help Zuckerberg is at least Zuckerberg seems human in this interview. Because Elon asked Twitter, like, what percentage of your yeah. website is filled with bots? And they say 5%. And he says, I don't believe you. I think it's higher. And let's find out how you've come to this conclusion. Yeah. And, you know, they're, I believe they said that they just took 100 random Twitter pages and looked at the interaction and there's some sort of yeah. algorithm they apply to it. But how do you discern? Yeah. So, I mean, I think estimating the overall prevalence is is one thing but i think that the question of you know, looking at a page and is this page authentic i think that there's a bunch of signals around that one of the things that we try to do is for large pages we try to make sure that we know who the admin of that page is we don't necessarily if you should be able to run an anonymous page you don't necessarily need to out yourself and say who you are running it but we want to make sure that we sort of have like an identity for that person on file so that way we know, it, it, like at least behind the scenes, that that person is real. Um, for certain political things, I think having a sense of what country they're originating from, I mean, some of that you can do just by looking at where their server traffic comes from, like is the IP address coming from Romania or, you know, is, or, um, yeah, because if, it, if it's like an ad in some other country's election, then, you know, you probably wanna make sure that that ad is, is um, you know, especially in countries that have laws around that are, are like are coming from someone who's a valid citizen or like yeah. at least in that place. So there, there's a bunch of, I think, I don't know, one, one theme in my worldview around this stuff when it gets to some of the stuff that we talked about before is like, I don't think that this stuff is black and white or that... that you're ever going to have like a perfect AI system. Um, I think it's all trade-offs all the way down. Right, and it's and and you could you could either you could build a system and you can either be overly aggressive and capture a higher percent of the bad guys, but then also by accident take out some number of good guys, or you could be a little more lenient and um, say, okay, no, the cost of taking out any number of good guys is too high, so we're gonna tolerate having you know just a, a little bit more like more bad guys on the on the system. These are values questions, right? Around what what do you value more? Um, and and those are those are super tricky questions. And part of what I've struggled with around. I don't know how tricky the question actually is, and this is—I've just chipped in, so it's not like me just leeching off other people's content. Well, I guess that's kind of what my show is, anyway. In a way, anyway, <clears throat> it's really you leave out the people. If it's not—if it's content that's going to like harm people, lead to physical harm, you might have an argument. I could understand. But the sharing of fake news, that's not a moral argument for a social media company to discern. That is a for the public square of ideas to dismantle and disassemble. And someone gets mad, they get butthurt, they block people, and they end up kind of being by themselves and salty. Around this is, I didn't get into this to basically judge those things. I got into this to design technology that helps people connect, right? It's like, mm. and, and like, I mean, you could probably tell we spent the first hour talking about the metaverse and the future of basically building this whole technology roadmap to basically give people this realistic sense of presence. It's like, that's what I'm here to do, right? Um, so this whole thing that's like arbitrating what is okay and what is not, I, I obviously have to be involved in that because this is at some level, you know, I run the company and um, and I, I can't just abdicate that. But, but I, I also don't think that as a matter of governance, you want all of that decision-making vested in 
one individual. So I think one of the things that you know, our country and our government gets right is the separation of powers. So. You know, one of the things that I tried to create is we created this oversight board. It's an independent board with that basically we, we appointed people whose kind of paramount value is free expression, but they also val balance. You run the company, Mark. People you appointed. You appointed. These aren't like a random body of people. These are people that were, you like you just said, appointed. You appointed them, dude that with things like when is there going to be real harm to others um, in terms of safety or privacy or other other human rights issues and and basically that board people in our community can appeal cases to when they think that we got it wrong and that board actually gets to make the final binding decision not us so in a way i actually think that that is a more legitimate form of governance than having just a team internally that makes these decisions or you know maybe some of them go up to me although i don't spend a ton of my time on on, on this on a day-to-day -day basis but like I think it's generally good to have some kind of separation of powers where you're architecting the governance so that way you, you have different stakeholders and different people who can make these decisions and it's not just like one private company that's I, I would say the separation of powers is just as blurred at Facebook as it is with the government because you have the FBI clearly weaponized against one political faction and then you have other Democrats completely falling in line and being paid to just march and tow the narrative are also like funding you know republicans and shit there's all kinds of weird blurrings of values beliefs and understandings of what limitations of power there actually is and at facebook you're saying you know there's this other body of facebook's government essentially that decides what's the human right issue is and they're appointed like you said man you have to be engaged it's your company you're the one who appointed these people it's just like when Fauci said, you know, we, we defer to experts all up and down the chain of command. And it's every one of these is experts that was handpicked by Fauci himself for the position they were in. They have an incentive to, to just toe the line and go with whatever they're told to go with. Making um, decisions even about what just happens on our platform. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York yeah, we Post. Have it too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think basically came to us, some, some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it, you could still consume it. Do you um, say the distribution is decreased? It, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically, the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely... By what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, a, um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a 
hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's like very professional law enforcement, if they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, no, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was it basically fit the pattern. When something like that turns out to be real, is there regret for not having it evenly distributed and for throttling the distribution of that story? What do you mean evenly distributed? I mean, please don't mean don't ask what you're obviously asking. Evenly in that it's not suppressed. It's not. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, it turned out. After the fact, I mean, the fact checkers looked into it. No one was able to say it was false. What about all the people who had their accounts permanently destroyed and deleted? And, you know, let, let, let's say there's some grandma, right? Some old-ass boomer lady, maybe a little bit, unlike like, like the first wave of boomers. Elderly lady. She's got she's had her Facebook for 15 years. She's got pictures of her grandkids when they, when they were little. Things she doesn't have anywhere else. And because she posted the story she saw on Tucker Carlson... You took her account down. It was her third strike, and that account got terminated. And now you're like, yeah, well, you know, that was wrong. We shouldn't have done it. It was a true story after all. Ba 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 ba. How do you rectify that now in hindsight? You're not going to. You can't. Because you wanted to act on the marching orders of the government that wants to violate the right of the Constitution by trampling all over its oath to the First Amendment. And this is this is why Trump got angry. This is why he's talking about like, oh, you know, I demand to be reinstated, blah 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 blah, which is an absolutely fucking hilarious claim. Don't get me wrong, I want to see the guy run again, but no, I'm sorry, I I I, I highly doubt anyone will actually declare a a new election and have him run in it, though. There might be some meme-worthy bills or, or, or proposals put forth by like these new America First people to see if maybe they can get it to happen. I'm not saying there won't be an attempt. I'm just saying it's not going to happen. But there's no way to rectify all the people who had their accounts taken away from them and deleted. And now you're like, yeah, they were right. Oh, <laughs> Welp, what you gonna do? Huh. Oh well, Mr. Joe Rogan. Oh well. Ow! Fucking dork. Right, so so basically it had this period where it was getting less distribution. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I, but I think, like, I, I think it probably, it sucks, though, I think in the same way that probably having to go through, like, a criminal trial but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Like, it still sucks to have, have like, that you had to go through a criminal trial, but at the end you're free. Um, so it's, I, I, I don't know if the answer would have been don't do anything or don't have any process. I think the process was pretty reasonable. You know, it's, we still let people share it, but but obviously you don't want situations like that. But certainly much more reasonable than Twitter stance, and it's probably also the case of armchair quarterbacking, right? Or at least Monday morning quarterbacking, I should say, because in the moment you had reason to believe, based on the FBI talking to you, that it wasn't real, and that there was going to be some propaganda. So what do you do? Yeah. And then if you just let it get out there, and what if it changes the election? I, 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 I am hugely fucking weirded out by how casually Joe and Zuckerberg are talking about the FBI telling Facebook to watch out and curb the, curb the spread and censor stories and, and breaking news shit. 
just to curb an election. While Zuckerberg's in here like, well, we know we don't want to interfere interfere in an election one way or the other. Meanwhile, the story was suppressed exclusively by the FBI to curb an election. And they're just casually talking about it. And it turns out to be bullshit. That's a real problem. And I would imagine that those kind of decisions are the most difficult. It's a real kind of problem when the federal government is telling a social media company, censor this story. When the federal government is directly infringing upon the First Amendment. That is an issue. That is concerning. Not just the, the, the story being real and people getting in trouble. No, no, no. That, that probably wouldn't even been that big of a deal if the federal government didn't come in and say, hey... Don't talk about this. Suppress this story. I don't get how they're just casually just glossing over this fact like it isn't some Orwellian shit show of a nightmare. The decisions of, like, what is allowed and what is not allowed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what would you do in that situation? I don't know what I would do. I would have to, like, really thoroughly... Well, first of all, you're dealing with the New York Post, which is one of the oldest newspapers in the country. So I would would say... Uh, I would want to talk to someone uh, from the New York Post, and I would say, "How did you newspapers in the country? So with this data, like where where are you getting the information from? How do you know whether or not this is correct?" And then you have to make a decision because they might have got duped. It's it's very it's hard because everybody wants to look at it after the fact. Now that we know that the laptop was real and it was a legitimate story, and there there is potential corruption involved with him, what? We, we, we think, oh, that should not have been restricted. That should not have been banned from sharing on Twitter. Right. I think everybody agrees with that. Even Twitter agrees with that. But the thing is, then they didn't think that. He is they, so fucking fidgety. In the beginning, they thought it was fake. But what do they do? Like, yeah. if something comes along and the Republicans cook up some scheme to make it look like Joe Biden's a terrible person, and they only do it so that they can win the election, but it's really just propaganda. What what are you supposed to do with that? You're supposed to not allow that to be distributed. So if they think that's the case, it makes sense to me that they would try to stop it. But I just don't think that they looked at it hard enough. When the New York Post is talking about it, you know, they're pretty smart about what they release and what they don't release. If they're they're going over some data... You know, they're pretty smart about what they release and what they don't release. If If they're going over some data from a laptop and you could talk to a person but again like this is just one story like one individual story like how many of these pop up every day and especially in regards to polarizing issues like climate change or covid or or you know foreign policy or ukraine anytime there's like a really controversial issue where some people think that it's imperative that you take a very specific stance and you can't have the other stance like that those moments on social media those trouble a lot of people because yeah. they don't know why certain things get censored or certain things get promoted. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's like, to be in your spot, and I was, one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about is this, because like to be in your spot must be insanely difficult to have, no matter what decision you make, God. you're going to have a giant chunk of people. He is, he is just kissing his ass so hard. People that are upset at you. And there might be a right way to handle it, but I don't know what the fuck the right way is. Well, I think the right way is to establish principles for governance that try to be balanced and not have the decision-making too centralized. Because I think that it's hard for people to to accept that, like, some team at Meta or that I personally am making all these decisions. And I think people should be skeptical about any, like, so much concentration around that. So that's why 
A lot of the innovation that I've tried to push for in governance is around things like establishing this oversight board. So that way you have people who are luminaries around expression um, from all over the world, but also in, in the in the US. Um, you know, I mean, folks like Michael McConnell, who's I mean, he's a Stanford professor, is like just he was for which um, was it, which Republican president appointed him. But I mean, he was I think going to be considered for the Supreme Court at some point. I mean, he's, he's, he's a very um, very prominent and, and, and kind of celebrated um, free expression. He's a celebrated boomer gun advocate, and he helped me set the thing up. And I, I think like setting up forms of governance around that are independent of us, that basically get the final say on a bunch of these decisions. Um, and that's that's a step in the right direction. I mean, in, in the, the Hunter Biden case that you talked about before, yeah, you know, I don't want our company to decide what's misinformation and what's not. So when we work with with third parties and basically let different different organizations do that. Now, I mean, then you have the question of are those organizations biased or not? And that's that's a that's a very difficult question. But at least we're not the ones who are basically sitting here deciding. We're not the Ministry of Truth for the world that's deciding right. whether everything is true or not. So I'd say you have the platform. You are harboring the people who are saying these stories are real or not meaning you're granting the authority to people to declare what is true and what is not true, meaning you're housing the arbiters of truth. Hey, um, this is not a solved problem. Controversies aren't going away. Um, you know, I think that there's... It, it is interesting that the U.S. Um, is actually more polarized than, than most other countries. So I think sitting in the U.S., you know, it's easy to extrapolate and say, hey, it probably feels this way around the whole world. Um, and from... The social science research that I've seen, that's not actually the case. There's a bunch of countries where social media is just as prominent, but polarization is either flat or has declined slightly. So there's something kind of different happening in the U.S. Mm. Um, but but for better or worse, I mean, it does seem like 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 the, the next several years do seem like they're set up to be quite polarized. So I, I tend to agree with you. There are going to be a bunch of different decisions like this that, that come up. Um, because of the scale of what we do, almost every major world event has some angle that's like the Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp angle um, about how the services are, are used in it. So yeah, I think just establishing as much as possible independent governance. That is the interview that set Trump off. So there you have it. Mark Zuckerberg had a weird glitch. Lieutenant Data revealed that yes in fact Facebook is working intimately with the federal government and and colluding to decide the spread and or suppression of news stories that could curb elections and with that being said this episode has gone on for far too long and I have editing I need to do and get other episodes uploaded that being said uh, the next episode will be a follow up on the um on the Elon Musk Twitter situation. It's been a while since we did an update about that, so we should go and revisit it. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and I shall catch you guys later. Deuce.
This call will be monitored and recorded for quality assurance. Thank you for calling the federal government. For English, press 1. Para español, oprima el número 2. You have one minute remaining, or we'll gladly contact you again.